What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. It's a new week. Of course, you know, there's some fun stuff that happens. We've got some Hunter Biden slash RFK Jr. news. Got some good news out of Joe Biden. He finally acknowledged someone that he's been kind of avoiding. We'll talk about the current situation over at X slash Twitter over in California, as well as something else that we have found in California that should concern everyone. Uh, we'll, of course, talk about what is going on up in Canada and uh, should be concerning for all of us. And a brand new AI is, uh, of course, coming out of the dark web. And it is, of course, not the good kind of AI. Anyway, of course, we have a whole lot more to talk about all on today's show. Of course, if you're new here and you haven't already, please consider, you know, subscribing, you know, maybe wherever you're listening or even on YouTube following over on Twitter and True Social, but jumping right into it, we've talked about here on the show a few times. You would think this is an old clip. It's not. It's a new, it, it's a new clip, and um, as a person who is, by technical natures, uh, a geek, uh, I, would, I would like to officially say that, no, you are not a geek. Let's roll it. You know, I asked my team, I'm, um, so I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> I really do. The three circles, you know, and then they overlap. And so, I, Venn diagrams can help Are you, you sort through. Person, I'm, I'm like... just kind of an undercover geek. <laughs> <laughs> and so I asked my team, tell me, let's do a Venn diagram, tell me from which states are we seeing attacks? Yeah, geeks everywhere are, are, are secretly crying right now, okay? okay? When you look up just geek, just just the word geek... <laughs> a person who is knowledgeable about and access I mean, yes, you could technically say she's a geek in one thing. A, a geek in Venn diagrams. There's nothing else that Kamala Harris is a geek in. Like, nothing. So there, there you go. She is a geek of Venn diagrams and nothing more and nothing less. Oh, and she's a geek of yellow school buses. There, there you go. What, what is she geek at? Uh, uh, of a niche, she's a geek of fucking, yeah, not not like the normal geeky things. Nope, she's a geek of fucking Venn diagrams, <laughs> uh, Venn diagrams and goddamn yellow school buses. Ooh, what a geek she is. Uh, what what a geek, what a geek. Well, moving right along off of the most serious serious political candidate I think we've ever seen. So RFK Jr. put in a request to, of course, get Secret Service protection. Now, of course, the thing around this is that, well, of course, you know, he's a, a Kennedy. If you don't know anything, yes, you know, his... His father, Senator Robert F. Kennedy, was, of course, assassinated. His own brother was, of course, you know, the president was also assassinated. <laughs> yeah, pro pretty famously, you know, whole window, you know, pretty pretty famous family for getting, for, for assassinations. Like, someone else in the family actually stopped running in, like, politics because they thought they're, like, they're just like, nope, I, you know what, uh, no, like, I'm not doing it anymore. Well, of course, uh, Joe Biden uh, said uh, no. Uh, of course, uh, why would they do this? Normally, when you put in a request for this kind of stuff, it's usually around 14 days. Um, but, you know, 
like every good customer support line, they got back to him about after 88 days and uh, several follow-ups by the campaign, they just denied the request. Um, of course. So Secretary Mayorkas has uh, deemed that the Secret Service protection for Robert F. Kennedy, uh, RFK Jr. is just not warranted at this time. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, of course, yeah, no, there would be never, never any reason, <clears throat> never, never any reason to, um, so, yeah, no, of course, of course, no, no, of course not, uh, I mean, now, technically, major presidential candidates, or presidential slash vice presidential candidates, and, you know, others within 120 days of the general presidential election are basically, uh, or may, may be protected, which we're not in that 120 days. So technically they can deny it, but, um, you know, a little, little strange to, you know, maybe not allow it. I mean, it's not like they provide special treatment to anyone else. I mean, uh, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm not really gonna, I'll, I'll play you the video but, you know, obviously, I'll just kind of describe on the screen. Links down below, by the way. Uh, all articles used. Um, so, of course, you know, they deny RFK Jr. the right to um, get, you know, a person who's actively running for office to, oh, you know, maybe become the next president to oust Joe Biden. But um, here is full, full. Here is Hunter Biden arriving at court. You know, he's just a private citizen, except he's arriving, he's arriving at the courthouse with a full-on motorcade, like a, a full-on like presidential-level motorcade. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, there's no special treatment here, folks. There's none. Nope, I, I don't... I don't know what you're talking about. There is no special treatment going on. What what could you possibly mean? I don't see any special treatment. Do, do you see any special treatment? I see just nothing but fairness. Nothing but extreme fairness, clearly. So, yes, clearly, completely fair. You know, he's just a private citizen, you guys. He's just a private citizen with his own Secret Service motorcade. Now, obviously, everybody knows because he's the president's son, obviously, they're going to give him secret service. But still, you know, it, it, it's very just he's a private citizen, guys. They've tried to make Hunter Biden this like private citizen dude who's oh, he really doesn't want to be in like the limelight. And yet at every turn, this man has done nothing but get himself into the limelight at every turn. Think about it. If this guy wasn't such an absolute bumbling buffoon and didn't leave his fucking laptop inside of a computer rare shop, like, and actually, you know, went and picked his laptop up, he wouldn't be in this fucking mess. Like, he'd maybe only have, like, what, maybe like, the whole case with his granddaughter down in, down in fucking, uh, what, down there in, like, Arkansas, and, like, that would be it. Like, that would be, like, the only thing against him. We wouldn't be having all of these different things about Hunter Biden. Just crazy to think about. Uh, but President Biden... Finally, some good news. He, he finally, he finally acknowledges. He finally acknowledges the seventh grandchild. So Joe Biden issued a, a statement uh, over the uh, over the weekend, 
in which for the first time he actually acknowledged Navy Joan Roberts, the child of his son Hunter Biden and London Roberts. Uh, our son Hunter and Navy's mother are working together to foster a relationship that is the, uh, in the best interest of their daughter, preserving her privacy as much as possible going forward. The president said it in a statement, according to People, this is not a political issue, it's a family matter. Jill and I only want what is best for all of our grandchildren, including Navy. So yes, for the very first time, after denying it, and denying it so many times, when even, uh, you might remember back earlier this year in April, uh, when this clip came out, when uh, Joe was talking in front of a, a crowd of children, and one he was asked a question, hey, you know, how many grandchildren do you have, Joe Biden? I have six grandchildren. And I'm crazy about them. Yeah, he, he has six grandchildren, and he's crazy about them, uh, except for that one. Uh, that one, not so much. Really could have done without that seventh one. So, yeah, no, he, he finally acknowledged it. Does this make Joe Biden a good person? No. What, it, what this clearly is, is just, hey, Mr. President, you're not doing well with voters. Voters don't really like you, and you're starting to look like a bit of a mean son of a bitch. And... You know, like, just all the stuff that's coming up about you, you know, really, really damages your, like, you know, sweet old guy, you know, look, look. And, you know, maybe if you actually acknowledged, you know, your seventh granddaughter, maybe people would think that you're less of a piece of a shit. And no, no, people still don't, people still don't think he's less of a piece of shit. I mean, as you might know, the current White House right now is currently pushing Bidenomics for his economic booming policies that he's put in place. Well, it uh, it doesn't doesn't seem to be working at all. By the way, according to a new poll out from CBS and slash YouGov, taken surveying more than two thousand U.S. adults, sixty one percent of Americans said the word struggling described the economy. Fifty six said uncertain. Unfair said 27, punish and uh, or 36 said unfair, 27% said punishing. Meanwhile, just 15% said they described it as rebounding, and 11% said it could be described as expanding. Man, those people are crazy. <laughs> the poll also indicates that 70% of U.S. adults said their salary is not keeping up with inflation. Meanwhile, 65% said they they rate the U.S. economy as very bad. 58% said it's getting worse. Oh, that's that's good. Uh, well, well, that that you know that's always that's it's always good to hear from. Uh... Uh, funny thing is that even with them just getting this message out there, they um, it's not doing very good. In terms of getting his message out there, only 41% of, of U.S. adults have even heard about Bidenomics. Of those who have, 50% said higher inflation comes to mind, while 49% said they think of tax increases when they hear the term. <laughs> it's, it's so great for uh, such a great plan. Uh, yes, it, it, great work, guys. Great work. What a, what a great... Great land we live in. Ah, uh, Bidenomics. Truly making, truly making uh, America slow to a screeching, screeching halt. 
I mean, dog, talk about a failure of messaging. When you're the president of the United States and the thing that you've been talking about for like the last like a month plus now is only at 41% even out of these like 2,000 people polled. And out of those people that did hear about it, most of them think about high inflation and higher taxes. That's not a good showing for your current, you know, economic prospects and plans. It doesn't doesn't bode well, which was which I don't know who in the right mind would have ever expected Joe Biden's, you know, economic policies to ever be good for America. If you didn't actually remember back but when even uh before when he was just candidate for president, like presidential candidate Joe Biden, his actual like economic plan, the actual math was done and like overall growth like year over year was 1%, like like basically 1 to less than 1% which is not good for an economy not good like that's that's horrific like that, that is horrific growth <laughs> oh what 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 kind of growth do we do literally 0.5% this year that's that's not how you have a good economy it's that that will never be a good economy never just just no that's that, that's not at all what you do so uh, good on at least the people polled there. Yeah, but only 41% in that 2,000-person poll even hearing about Bidenomics, that should be at least 50%. At least. And yet nobody's heard about it because their messaging is just terrible. Terrible on getting things out to the people. Well, you know, I... I you might have tuned if you turned into the show on Friday I of course was semi-critical of the whole transition of Twitter to being this whole X nonsense now because here's the thing it it, it has its issues and it is the most 90s sounding thing ever okay like it, like it is the most 90s 90s sounding thing like ever and it, it is basically from the 90s but it just sounds so terrible. Uh, I can't. And also, they've changed like the the icon, or like the thing over on, um, like the app store where it announces "Blaze Your Glory." What kind of bullshit is that? It's Twitter. Literally, the the thing for Twitter, and that if we're calling it the X app, that's fine. But the place in part, like, the app should just be called Twitter at this point. If you're going to put in, like, all the other stuff, that's fine. You can call it X. But keep the actual thing of, like, the town square. Call it Twitter. And just change the logo to look more like a town square or something. Like, I don't know, man. Just anything but X. Because, believe me, this shit sounds dumb as fuck. It does. It, it, it is the dumbest-sounding name. Like, we, we aren't in the 90s where everything needs to have an X in it like extreme you know like there's it's we're not in that era anymore we're we're over two decades from the 90s now we're over two decades since you know we're literally in the 2020s may i remind you like the 90s are so long ago i wasn't born in the 90s and i'm almost 20 now so uh yeah it, it just doesn't it just doesn't work anymore i'm being honest <laughs> like I don't mind it but it, it's also leading to some inexplicably controversial decisions over in San Francisco 
in which I also then vehemently disagree with Elon Musk. So for whatever reason, I don't know why he's not, Elon Musk is deciding that, hey, we're going to keep Twitter in San Francisco. Why? Well, because, you know, many have offered rich incentives for X to move its HQ out of San Francisco, which it should. The city is in a doom spiral, which, yes, that's why it should definitely leave, with one company leaving after the next. Therefore, they expect X will move too. We will not. You only know who your real friends are when the chips are down. No, you should absolutely get the hell out of San Francisco. You should. You, you, you should get everything out of San Francisco. San Francisco is a city that should be left to rot. Rot. The poop capital of the world should be left to rot. Like, it, like it, it, it is not needed anymore. Like Twitter should be escaping and saving money on not only taxes, but the utter stupidness that is just the entirety of their new logo that they've placed on top of the Twitter building, in which the city is now investigating a potential violation over the giant X sign placed on the headquarters, uh... The new sign on top of the building is a part of, of course, the rebranding process. And let's just be honest, it, it's, it's an eyesore. I, I'm not kidding. It, it looks terrible. It is so bright. Like, it is so unnecessarily bright at night that genuinely, it, it, I'm, I'm honestly, it, it is actually... It, like, there are going to be people who are going to get some shit fucking sleep. Like, I hope you bought blackout curtains for your apartment at night. Because holy fuck is it bright. Like, holy shit. It is the brightest fucking thing you you could possibly see. Like, like it's not it, it, like, it's not just like, you know, oh, like, that's, that's slightly bright. Like, no, like, it is really fucking bright. So, um, yeah. And the only place where this, you know, kind of logo would even be in the slightest bit cool is if we were, for whatever reason, you know, in, like, you know, like the future where, like, a city actually, like, it was, like, a mega city and there was a bunch of neon everywhere. But uh, if you know anything about San Francisco, there's not neon everywhere. It doesn't look like goddamn Vegas where there's lights all throughout the night. Like, it doesn't look like that. It just doesn't. San Francisco is a crap hole. I don't know why Elon Musk insists on staying there. This is probably one of his biggest fuck-ups. He moved, like, a good portion of even Tesla. Like, moving the Tesla HQ and other stuff just absolutely out of... out of fucking California. And he should do the same. He should move everything out of California. Everything. Move his entire plant, his like car, his other like Tesla plant out of California. Save the money, man. Save all the money you can. There is no point in paying California level prices and taxes on just your businesses. There is no point anymore. It is not worth it for the crap hole that it is. It's just not worth it. So, of course. That's just me being critical. Listen, I, I, I listen. Just because I'm this critical on Twitter doesn't mean I'm not gonna stop using Twitter. No, God, no. What, what am I? What am I gonna do? Go to Threads? Go to True Social? Both those places are deader than heck. Okay, there is, there are very few social medias out there that I, I, I even slightly use to browse for things. That's it. 
the only two places that I really browse information on are just are just Twitter for most like my major news and just to keep up with different games and news stuff, as well as just Reddit and not even and just to s laugh at the f dumb shit that happens there as well as keep up with games, see what people in like video games that I ta are in or communities and of like things that I like to do. That's it. Those are the only two I use, and I don't actively post that much. If you follow me over on Twitter, you most likely see all the different things that I like instead of the actual things I post, because I don't post very often. I don't. I'm not... I'm not gonna literally tell you, like, I do. I just don't. I, I, I basically am part of, like, the very silent majority who doesn't post but just likes things on Twitter. Because genuinely, I took the fucking shit I learned in school from, you know, think before you post pretty, pretty fucking seriously, even now into my adult life. So, uh, you know, I, I very much try to think before I, I post anything. Well, sticking also with uh, California here. So the CDC has found a uh, weird, weird, uh, weird, weird lab over in uh in uh, California that's totally not suspicious, by the way. To totally not. I mean, just a hidden bio lab in a nondescript warehouse where there's 20-plus infectious agents, including coronavirus, HIV, hepatitis, herpes, 1,000 thousands of viral vials of unlabeled fluids of suspected biological material. You know, just... You know, just a, you know, just a few hundred infected mice that were euthanized. Another 175 were found already dead. You know, you know that's that's cool. It's cool. You know, just completely normal things that you would find in, in, in any part of anywhere. Of course, you know this is completely normal looking thing. I mean, this this does not look fishy, at all. No, it looks completely normal, guys. I mean, yeah, nothing nothing fishy uh, going on here. Nope. Nope, not, nothing. Nothing weird about having all of those things all in one building, all from a, a Chinese biolab company. Uh, it seems very normal. Very, very normal. C honestly, extremely normal. You know, why, why are we even talking about it? You know, maybe we should just stop talking. It sounds completely normal, and I'm sure that there is nothing wrong. Speaking of uh, nothing wrong with the, doing that, of course, you know, New York, they, they, they're full of great ideas. They are. So, new, well, uh, hopefully, uh, if, you, if you're in new, uh, new York, hopefully uh, you got some a great dishwasher or something or... You know, uh, because if you order takeout food, you might be accustomed to, of course, you know, maybe receiving, you know, some plastic cutlery with your food to prevent you from needing to eventually use your fingers to, you know, eat food. Well, if you live in New York City, you soon won't receive one unless you make it a point to ask for it. New York City passed a skip the stuff law earlier this year in which it prohibited restaurants, third party food delivery services and courier services from providing eating utensils, napkins, condiment packets and extra food slash and beverage containers to customers with their takeout and delivery orders unless it's specifically requested. <laughs> 
So I, I, I must add on to this. This this is even crazier because, okay, so first of all, if you need eating utensils, you've got to ask for those. Oh, you need napkins? You need napkins? You might, you don't want to make a mess or, you know, oh, well, you need to ask for those. Condiment packets. For I for a vast majority of people out there, uh, uh, if you order, like, let's say, you know, a place with, like, fries, I know, like, a lot of you are going to, you know, probably want some ketchup. Well, they aren't going to give you any, so, I, you know, I guess, you know, I, you better just have a, a good amount of it at home, I hope. Uh, and extra food and beverage containers. Yeah, you just, you know, who, you know, when you order all those beverages, you know, who needs those containers? You know, who does? Who does anyway? So yeah, of course, they're, of course, trying to decrease the amount of waste, which is fine. I mean, it's fine, but, um, um, maybe a bit of a different way to do this. I don't, I don't know. By the way, if, uh, restaurants are found to have legally provided plastic utensils, which I don't know how you're going to in any way enforce this to customers, face potential fines from $50 to $250, to soften the blow of uh, the new law, the city has promised that restaurants will only be issued warnings for violating the law until July 1st of 2024. Oh, that's great. Now, the the weird the weird things uh, the weird thing about this is how much is it like because in this case for what they're trying to do with this law, which is like they're sort of you know, trifecta in their removal of waste, which it still doesn't seem to be working from different things I've seen of New York. There's still just trash everywhere. But, I mean, so they're trying to do this, but this also goes into the same aspect where they also, you know, put in, in 2019, the city banned styrofoam containers for takeout food, and then in 2021, they banned uh, plastic straws, you know, I, I genuinely, like, I actually, you know, I really don't understand how they're actually going to even enforce this law when already then, you know, I, I really want to see how they actually are going to, like, like, enforce a law like this. Because genuinely, I... <laughs> Like who? Who in their right? Who is actually going to enforce this? Like, are they going to send it like enforcers to different restaurants, just randomly? And when they're doing orders, in that is there going to have to be like a new thing on like order things where it's just like, like ask you for the different things like if you want them. I I don't even know, man. But cool, cool. So uh, there there you go. The great job, New York. Great great job. What a what a great, great thing. Well, on this channel before, we've talked about how uh, Canada, the third world country that it is, is, you know, it progressively gets more and more worse for people. And of course, well, euthanasia has really created a um, a really great thing up in Canada. You know, really, really great for uh, doctors. You know, truly, actually, maybe being a doctor in Canada, uh, you know, like a very complacent doctor who, you know, has their entire just free spirit and everything about them and they only say or do whatever the medical establishment tells you to do you know if you just because stop being a free thinker you know it can be pretty gay great it must be a great career because not only can you just you know oh oh it, 
are you in need of, you know, like a lot of, lot of, lot of care, like a really intense surgery? Uh, what if, what if we just killed you instead? That, that's basically what's happening. Is not only was, you know, not, not only was, you know, the, the care already kind of shit before. Well, now, you know, with your awful care, now you can just, oh, oh, you can just, you know, die. You, you can just die. How about that? You know, what What if instead of, you know, we provide you, like, with really good care or, you know, care that's actually, you know, decent to where, you know, it isn't a, a human rights violation, which is also a true true story, by the way. The Canadian Civil Co or uh, Supreme Court actually called the actual wait times for people's care to be so bad that... It was called a human rights violation for how terrible it is. So for everybody that wants the Canadian universal healthcare system, no thank you. I, I think I'll continue to pay the outrageous prices from hospitals if it means I can actually get into one. You know, I, I'd rather be able to actually get into a hospital uh, than, um, oh, I don't know, wait many years to just get into a hospital. No, no thanks. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, yes, euthanasia. But by the way, they're also teaching kids the good of uh, euthanasia now. So that's that's great. That's that's really really great. So, um, well, you know, I'm glad. I uh, I'm glad that uh, you know clearly the that Canada has a really really bright future, bright future ahead of it with this whole euthanasia stuff. Oh, great. Just great stuff. Well, new AI is hitting the, um, hitting our online, uh, online areas now, where, uh, of course, a new AI following the footsteps of Worm GPT, uh, which, of course, already sounds great. We now have a new generative AI tool dubbed Fraud. GPT on various dark web marketplace and tele telegram channels. This is an AI bot exclusively targeted for offensive purposes, such as crafting spear phishing emails, creating cracking tools, carding, etc. Yay! Thanks, AI. Thanks, OpenAI. And thanks, Meta, for letting one of your other AI generative things, you know, completely roll out. That's, that's great. Thanks, guys. Yay! The cybersecurity firm, uh, firm uh, said that they have been circulating since at least July 22nd for a subscription cost of $200 a month or $1,000 for six months or $1,700 for a year. If you're looking for a chat GPT alternative to, designed to provide a wide range of exclusive tools, features, capabilities, tailored to anyone's individual with no boundaries, then look no further. Claims uh, the actor who goes by the alias Canadian Kingpin. The author also states that the tool could be used to write malicious code, create undetectable malware, find leaks and uh, vulnerabilities, and there have been more than 3,000 confirmed sales and reviews. The exact uh, large language model used to develop the is currently unknown. Most likely it's probably something that is coming from... Somewhere where the source code for something has leaked out, most likely. But still. 
man, you've just got to wonder what what a what a great future we're gonna be in. You know what what a great future. You know where we're literally getting to the point where there's so much just fraud and everything now. Like you already you thought it was bad. Now get wait for all the AI things. Where even just the longest ass of passwords, like, you know, like the really, you know, like when Google suggests you a password or whatever for creating passwords, you'll create even those, and even those will just be hacked in a matter of five seconds. You know, you'll be like struggling to even figure out or even remember them and just, oh, nope, they already got cracked. Oh, all your passwords all just got cracked. Oh, your bank information all just got cracked. Like, we're, we're heading down a road where complete safety is just non-existent to the point where passwords just don't even matter anymore. We're even just, what, you're going to have to get to the most unprivacy thing for even protecting your accounts, and even then, it'll still just be destroyed by AI with just figuring out some way to crack said code as well. What a, what a great time to be alive. What a great time to be alive. Finally, to uh, wrap things up today, so people are now apparently have decided to start using Cameo to start delivering people's, like, bad news. That's right. You know, you want to break up with your boyfriend, you want to, you know, basically divorce somebody, you want to do an apology, you wanted to quit a job, well, you can pay some person off of the site Cameo where they bring in celebrities where you can pay a celebrity for, like, a personalized message. Well, now you can hire out different celebrities to, uh... That, that's what people are doing. You know, in, instead of normal people things, you're just, you know, building up the courage to just do these things. They're now fully going through and actually just getting celebrities to uh, do it for them by sending these videos to different people. So that's great. Just, just great. Glad, uh, you know, man, I wonder, I wonder why the economy is just doing so great when we spend money like this. Anyway, that is going to be it for today's show. Of course, if you did enjoy and you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, following over on Twitter and True Social. Of course, check out all the articles linked down below. Anyway, I will see you guys tomorrow for the Tuesday edition of the show. Of course, have a great rest of your day, and I will see you all tomorrow.